Yeah, let's talk about the bigger picture. Uh-huh. Let's talk about how we be ballin', playing with yeah, the yeah, Wizards. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about the Nets and how they always got good pitches. Jeez. Let's talk about the Cats, hope rescue, turn them boys to winners. Uh, injuries and updates, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. To the opponent, we can't toe to toe, yeah, yeah, yeah. To the top, this podcast gonna go, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's something you should know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Greetings and salutations. Welcome to Ref the District. I'm Nathan Perry. Joining me, it's my co-host, Trevor and the Stoner. What's up? What's up? What's up? Guys, guys, this is our third day in a row creating content for the channel, and it's a doozy. Uh, Not for me, though. We got. Was, oh, that's right. Trev was Trev was otherwise engaged in our video yesterday, where we thought Washington missed out on a QB, and little did we know they had some fireworks for us today. Of course, let's go through a little housekeeping here, real quick. Of course, on Wednesdays at seven thirty, we like to stream live stream our podcast. We do that to Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter, and then we put it out on all your favorite podcast platforms. We are sponsored by Skybar out in Lexington, Virginia. See Trev in person. That's Book right. Those special events with him as well. Mm-hmm. All that's done mm-hmm. with the Skybar in Lexington, Virginia. And we're also sponsored by Pacers Running for every run. I tell you what, just get your shoes there. Okay. Yeah. Even even if you're not a runner. <laughs> Just get some comfy shoes for the barbecue, for running to FedEx to get in those seats after Mm. the deal they made today. Because by Mm. golly, it seems like people are really happy on Twitter now. Isn't that the case? Yeah, a little bit. (laughs) I don't know, but... In case case you're unfamiliar with what's happening, uh, Washington made a trade for Carson Wentz to be the QB of the commanders going forward. That's what this entire show is going to be about. We're going to start off very briefly, just kind of going over the deal, our thoughts on the deal itself. Then we've got Colts Insider. Yes, very much Colts Insider. That'd be Stephen Burton the host of No Horsing Around podcast. He'll be joining us, giving us some insight from Carson Wentz's last location. And then afterwards, we're going to give our thoughts on Carson Wentz as a whole. We've actually kind of touched on him a little bit in our QB tier video. We did not, you know, put him very, we did not rank him very highly. Um, Mm -hmm. But we'll find out if our opinion has changed knowing he's going to be the guy here in Washington. Mm-hmm. So as I mentioned, we are going to go over here in the warm-up real quick. I appreciate all the people in the chat. Keep uh, Let us know what you think. We've got Alcatone. We've got Shady Katie, Ernie in there as well, and Chris. This is going to be an interesting one, Chris. Chris is uh, Chris saying this is Ron signing his walking papers. Mm. That's going to be pretty interesting to see whether or not that's what happens here after Washington gave up this year's third round pick, mm-hmm. next year's third round pick that could become the second round pick if Carson Wentz plays seventy percent of plays, and they also gave they traded the second round pick this year. Okay, so they'd swap second round picks because they're going to get back the Colts second round pick. And of course, then they get Carson Wentz out of this deal. They also take on the twenty eight million dollar this year, the money that is going to go against their 30 million that they had open in the cap. Guys, what do you feel about just the trade itself? Leave Carson Wentz, like his abilities and everything out of it. Just the trade. This is technically you know, a franchise QB, you know, if you're wanting to look at it, or at least a solid QB for this year. What do you guys think about this trade? All right, before Uh, we get into that, Nathan, (laughs) we're turning the tables on you today, okay? You You always always have us. (laughs) Nathan, we want to hear your opinion on this trade first. What is your opinion? I give my opinion after I let my wonderful opinionated co-hosts give give their opinion. If you want to know my opinion, this is essentially, if they do not restructure the contract, they gave up quite a bit for a bridge QB, not, but not, not too much. I do feel like you could have gotten one in free agency, (laughs) but as was mentioned elsewhere, you can't let, you know, we're we're obviously not Washington's not an ideal location for many QBs. So this one, you don't risk losing him to another team 
by paying for that. The twenty-eight million, if it's not restructured, this is a this is Carson Wentz, you know, time to prove that he belongs in in the NFL. Hmm. One year. What I love about that is that he's not on the you know, even though he's on contract for more than this year, only having to pay, guarantee pay him this year. Mm-hmm. That that means next year you can move on if he doesn't work out. But we'll talk more about that later. So now that I've given my opinion, Stunner, mm-hmm. Trev's dying happy? over there. Do you yeah, feel happy? Well, first, of, first of all, I'm dying because we've got the insider just backstage waiting to talk, and we're just rambling on. So, <laughs> second of all, my opinion on the on the dra- on the trade, I can't really have one because it's, the trade details depend on the player you're trading for. So, I have to include it. I think it was great. Two third rounders. I don't care if we swap second rounds. I don't care. We got Carson Wentz. His stats prove it. We'll get to it later. I approve the trade. It was just it was justifiable for the player we got back in return. Go ahead, Stoner. <laughs> uh, yeah, I tell you what. I tell you where I am. I'm I'm right here. I don't I don't know yet. I have not You're waiting formulated okay. my okay. opinion yet. Let's because I and here's what I'm gonna do. When we when we talk about it, uh, Steven's coming on here in just a second. But when we talk about it, I'm not going to give an opinion. All I'm going to do is refute both of your opinions. <laughs> oh! And then by the end of the show, I'm going to formulate my opinion on whether or not this is a good trade. This is a brand new strategy he just threw this upon us, ladies and gentlemen. So That's it's right. not going to work. He's but. changing things up. <laughs> Let's we'll bring on Steven. I don't we'll want to talk to you guys works. anymore. We, we, to are, we are going to, in fact, go to the game right away. That was our warm-up. We've already got we've got a lot of people in the chat. We're going to get to some of those comments there. But we know that we have our Colts insider just for a little bit, so we want to get to him. So coming up here on the game, it's Stephen Burton from the No Horsing Around podcast. I want to make sure I always get the name right because Stoner has a habit of also giving me wrong yeah. information on that. He does. that so coming up here for the game. Welcome back to the game, and as promised, it is Stephen Burton from the No Horse Around podcast, our very own Colts Insider. Welcome to Ref the District. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Uh, I, I'm not sure if I'd be considered an insider necessarily, but I'll You're take it. You're our Ref the District Colts Insider. I'll take it. Sorry, I'm going to put this light up here that for some reason it's acting funny on me. There we go. Beautiful. All right. All right, so Stephen, here's a question for you. We're just, we're just we're not going to beat around the bush. We're not going to bury the lead. Why was Indianapolis so quick and so happy and so amenable Eager. amenable to get rid of Carson Wentz when right now you have nothing <laughs> to put in for a quarterback? Why? So you are not the first person to ask that. Um, yeah. Kind of as as. The offseason, once the Jacksonville, a lot of people are going to point to the Raiders game, the Jags mm-hmm. game, mm-hmm. Um, Jim Irsay coming out after the season, the all chips in, uh, and all those different things that happened, and that they kind of had this sour taste left in their mouth from the Jacksonville Jaguars game. And kind of the more that kind of people I trust, uh, Zach Kiefer of The Athletics, Stephen Holder, Kevin Bowen up in Indianapolis, people that we talk to on our show a lot, uh, they seem to, and the narrative has kind of started to come out a little bit more too, and the Colts are probably trying to get ahead of this a little bit, is the question mark about the locker room has come back up again mm-hmm. and the question mark about his leadership. Um, no one is bashing him. Well, there are there are definitely portions of the fan base. You guys, you guys are in Washington. You saw it firsthand in Philly. There are definitely mm-hmm. portions of the fan base that did not like him. Um no matter what he would have done, I think. I think when the trade was made last year, there were people who were for it, against it, and kind of no matter what he did this past season, they were going to stay that way. Hmm. But there's been questions that have come up lately. Um, a lot of people are pointing to the COVID shot. You know, he didn't get vaccinated. Was it a good look or a bad look coming to a new team? Ursay's been very big on that. Uh mm-hmm. So that could be it. But a lot of what seems to be coming out after the fact is something off the field more than on the field Hmm. to lead to what you said in regards to the fact that 
they're willing to move on with nothing in place that we know of. And mm-hmm. this isn't like a, after giving up a first round pick for him. Correct. Just this, this year. I mean, so. we're happy. I mean, a, a lot of people are, <clears throat> if you, it was known they wanted to move off of him. They did him no favors as soon as the season ended and to still manage to get two thirds and potentially that second next year, if he plays mm-hmm. well, which mm-hmm. not even plays well, plays 70%, which I mean, obviously now Colts fans are hoping for that to kind of elevate to that Much second. Much the way Philly fans were hoping for him to, to oh. reach that clause in, in Indianapolis. Now Indianapolis is hoping he reaches pretty much the oh, same yes. clause, right? I think it was 75% of the, the games yeah. in yeah. Indianapolis. So, I mean, now it's dropped down to 70. Yeah. So, I mean, it's the there's nothing there to replace it with. And I'll tell you guys this, this and this isn't insider information or anything like that. This isn't like double secret probation stuff. Um <laughs> Ballard doesn't have – no one is saying Ballard has this, like, super secret plan that's been laid in place. They were willing to move off of Carson with nothing in place because they simply wanted to move off of Carson. Mm-hmm. Well, that's interesting. That's yeah, not that's, really boding well for a lot of our Washington <laughs> fans who are still, nah. I think, in disbelief, maybe a little angry. It looks like Trev's already moved to the acceptance stage of this. Yeah, dude. We ain't so, got time so to I'll, cry, I'll say good things. I am a Carson Wentz fan. I'm, I'm on our show of myself and my, my, my co-host, Zach. I am most definitely the Carson Wentz apologist throughout mm-hmm. the season. So I got, I've got good things I can say about him. But if mm-hmm. you're asking me why they were so quick, the – the bubble that comes out of Indianapolis is that there's some, there was something that was not right off the field, and it's not mm-hmm. like he was getting into trouble or he was doing anything. You know, a lot of the stuff that's come out is just he's maybe not a natural-born leader. He huh. is not as vocal. And mm-hmm. when you're not winning at a high clip, it's hard to gravitate to that person. Yeah. And he's not that raw, raw person. He's just not. Hmm. He had at least one teammate. Darius Leonard came out in support of him. Have have there been any other teammates who have? Oh yeah, kind of yeah. So come out and Darius supported Leonard's him? come out. Um, Michael Pittman Jr. has come out several times. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Desmond Patman has come out. Kenny Moore defended him the other day when mm-hmm. the Russell Wilson trade went down. Uh, he said, you know, he put a picture out of Carson. Um, Darius Leonard's definitely have been the most vocal and take that kind of with what you will a little bit too is I think he's upset about the Carson Wentz and and trading him but I think he's upset too because he's been in the league five years and he's had five different starting quarterbacks now so I think he's upset about that too yeah Washington fans can commiserate yeah yeah we get it (laughs) yeah we do so here's here's another question then yeah if if this team around the league is known to be a running team. This is kind of a Jonathan Taylor led team, right? So is Carson Wentz was, was he, do you think, was he showcased better with his, in his numbers because they are a running team? Did they hide his, uh, his warts per se, because they were running the ball so much, or do you think he had a really good year and people are just not giving him enough credit for it. So I'm going to fall in between. Um, okay. I don't think they hid his warts necessarily, but I think they took the ball out of his hands on purpose in situations. Mm-hmm. You can't hide the game against Jacksonville, obviously. You can't hide the game against the Patriots, where they did. Uh, he, he threw for 50 yards. <laughs> I mean, yeah. and you did have Jonathan Taylor. Um, I think he had to – I'll stand on this hill with him. Your touchdown-interception ratio obviously sometimes is misleading, but he had a very good bounce-back season. Um, Was he comeback player of the year or anything like that? No, I I actually think I called – that I thought he might be the comeback player of the year at the beginning of the season. Mm. But Mm. he had a very good comeback season. It's weird in Indianapolis. A lot of people want to, you know, know, run the damn ball. That's kind of the mantra. But – Ballard is very much 64. Like he wants to throw the ball and you could see that he did. There were times near the tail end of the year where he took the ball out of Carson's hands completely. And he said, you know, Hey, you know, even to close out the new England game, it was Jonathan Taylor who closed it out, who called game, not necessarily Carson. Now Carson, like I said, I'll defend him 
in his play. I think he had a really good season. He has, he is, he flashes so much. Yeah. You know, going around on, throw, on Twitter and things, you've got the big throws and he's got, he's got all the talent in the world. Uh, and I'll defend the, I'll defend his mental makeup a little bit. You know, a lot of people call him mentally weak. I, I point to, and I get kind of lambasted in Colts Nation about it, is a game that I always point to is the first Titans game as kind of his ability to show a little bit of comeback. You know, he throws probably the worst interception to a lot of people in the history of the NFL because we have a short-term memory. Um, but it was a horrible play, and they were going to lose the game, and he came back on the field with under a minute left and went down the field for a touchdown to go to overtime. I don't make that argument a ton because then he turned around and he made a really bad throw again <laughs> right after that. But <clears throat> a lot of the Carson apologists will tell you too, he he put the Colts, he did have times where he put the Colts in position to win games and they didn't hold leads. You know, they didn't hold the lead against Tennessee the second time. They didn't hold the lead against the Bucks. They didn't hold the lead against uh, the Rams. You know, he, he and that part of that was he went out. They didn't hold the lead against the Ravens on Monday night. There was a lot of times that he played well, and they didn't hold the lead. So, I mean, I'm kind of down the middle. I think there he he wasn't showcased probably, and some of that's on the Colts too because, you know, it's been reported widely. Like, we, we have Michael Pittman Jr., and that's kind of it. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of weapons around the outside, and so it makes it difficult to see who he's going to throw the ball to. Yeah. Answer this for me real quick, Stephen. <clears throat> Would you be afraid to play the Washington Commanders with Wentz at the helm? So I'm going to say, I'm going to say, mm, I'm going to yeah, say yes right now because <laughs> what I'm on a Washington show. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but pandering to the crowd. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't know who's trotting out for us at quarterback, but who you have is who better who we have than right now. You know, I, we don't have anybody. Mm-hmm. We have Ellinger and we have Huntley. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we don't have a QB. Um, I think it's a good it – y'all's name was a name that came up a lot once the season ended as someone who was possibly looking at him. Mm-hmm. Um, a good buddy of mine who runs a different show who was on my show a long time ago uh, – Um. King of it's Rashad with the blue stable. He's a mm-hmm. buddy. I mean, he's still a really good friend of mine. He's much more a Colts insider than I am. And it was a, you guys were definitely a name that came up quite a bit and you guys have a lot of talent. Uh, I think you have more talent on in the skill positions than we do outside of Jonathan Taylor. But mm-hmm. you know, when you're looking on in the receiver positions, I think you guys are very talented. McLaurin, Samuel, I think he, you know, I know he was hurt last year a lot, but he's yeah, healthy, he's someone he the Colts desperately wanted too. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I hear you. Well, that, that's a pretty big, big thing though, right? It's like, you know, if, if having had an entire season with him, if you're, if you're saying that with the commanders, he could be a force, you know, if you're, if you're not really wanting to play this team, I feel like that should hold some weight. I don't know that it's going to bring all of our our uh, our fans on board. It looks like we've got a, quite a few people here who who thinks this is Philly's trash that kind of got pushed off to the Colts. <laughs> you know, you're you're a little bit higher, Trev. You're pretty high uh, mm. on this. You're pretty I, happy uh, uh, at least about it. You, you, got, right. a, you got a question <clears throat> for our man here? Uh, let me see here, Stephen. I guess not really. I mean, you pretty much answered everything that. I want to know because they asked before me. So, um, and like you said, you're just giving your point of view. But I guess the biggest question was why was why, why why were the Colts so eager to move on from Carson Wentz after one year when Frank Reich was supposed to be the one to save his career? You know, since that's his college football and go back to college football days. So that's just my question: was why were they so quick to to move away? But like you said, off the field issues. So was it like a team chemistry thing? You think, or was it like? something with the coaches in the front office or was it, I mean, you did mention not, not a leader, rah, rah guy, but. Right. So obviously one of the big things last season was it, it sounded like from a lot of people was that Frank Wright was the one who kind of pounded the table. And he even said so at the combine, he kind of stuck his neck out for him. He had a prior relationship. Um, 
the rumor, I can say the rumor in in Indianapolis has definitely been that Ursay has been out on him, um, mm-hmm. probably through about halfway through the season. Mm-hmm. Ursay oh, didn't really okay. want him. When your owner doesn't want him, it doesn't really matter. If you're mm-hmm. put in kind of a precarious position, there were rumors that maybe that Ballard and Reich did want him, and Ursay kind of put them in the position where no matter what, you're going to move. <clears throat> it's kind of sounded like it's a little bit of that. Uh, I could say more than likely, I mean, I don't think he's turned off all his teammates. I don't think he's this locker room cancer that mm-hmm. we all heard coming out of Philly. I don't see that. Uh, but does he does he meld and mesh with everybody in the locker room? I don't think so. I think he's probably kind of the quiet, that quiet person. He's like I said, he's not that rah-rah guy. Mm-hmm. He is mm-hmm. I mean, on hard knocks, he gave his old lineman Yeti coolers and meat. You know, <laughs> Jonathan Taylor yeah. gave him all Louis Vuitton bags. So there, it, it's a varying kind of thing, <laughs> and it's not necessarily like the, I don't know if people gravitate to him. Right. Is, is is kind of where I'm getting at with it, but I don't mm. by any stretch. I don't think he's this locker room cancer that right. that was made out to be in Philly. I think mm-hmm. he's. I think I do he's, think he's hard headed. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think he wants to do what he wants to do, and sometimes he plays way too much hero ball. He mm-hmm. instead of you know. Dirting the ball or taking a sack, he's going to keep going, and he's, he might make a bad play. Uh, he's very much boomer bust, and gotcha. you guys will have a great time watching him next year because yeah. it's kind of like a roller coaster. Every game, you're not quite sure what's going to happen. He could sprain, and you know, I, I like to clarify because Pat McAfee, you know, obviously he's the biggest Colts guy out there. He jokes all the time about that he sprained both his ankles on one play. It's not actually what happened sprained one earlier in the game and then Aaron Donald sprained the other later in the game. But he played on two sprained ankles the following week when I was at that game in Tennessee and he was probably 25%. So for anybody to question his toughness, I think is kind of out there. I think he's extremely tough. Uh, And I think this year showed to a durability factor. I know there was a lot of questions about his injury history. So I think he's a little bit more durable. And he, he, he does to seem here. to be a little bit more durable than what mm-hmm. he's given credit for. I think I think he he ended Philly with a little bit of a bad rap there because he was playing injured, ended up getting benched. The the locker room stuff started coming out, and and I think that 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 kept with people. But Tay and Todd actually another Washington football team uh, or Washington Commanders oh. uh, content creators they pointed out that he actually hasn't missed as many games in his first 100 as, as you would expect for somebody who's labeled as injury prone. So yeah. Interesting. Well, and, note and I'll tell you, you know, for you guys too, I, I got no problem. I, I joke all the time. Um, I, I, I can't imagine being you guys and dealing with the Philadelphia fans mm-hmm. and media. Yeah. Because yeah, it's not fun. When he came, I have several fans, several other podcasts, in Philly that we that I, I became friends with and I talked with them and they kind of were like brace yourself. So I'll yeah. tell you guys kind of I've never I'll say this I have <laughs> never seen a more polarizing player ever for my mm. team. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. where you it was either love or hate. Philly fans were constantly in my DMs and in our comments throughout the season of any game that he played in. <laughs> and it was just he hasn't like even taken a snap, and him. we've already been tagged in several people's. It's, in, it's the craziest thing. Stuff. They are second. They're they're number one, followed closely by Ravens fans. Mm-hmm. Oh, another one. Yeah, we not exactly fond of uh, <laughs> up here. Ravens fans. We both of I made the mistake one time of saying I didn't. I wasn't sure if I had Lamar Jackson in my top five, and oh, one guy yeah. followed my. You, the you show paid for that. You weeks. paid for that. <laughs> oh, I paid for it. Yes, very as much. As long as you don't pull on Annie Agar and trash the Jags fans and then have some old tweets brought up, you should be just fine. Steven, we want to thank you for coming out here and joining us here on Ref the District, giving us a little bit of that Colts inside knowledge on Carson Wentz as we prepare to be his third team in his young career. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we appreciate it. You can ch- catch Steven on his own podcast, the No, no Horsing Around podcast. Again, Steven, we appreciate you coming out. Anytime. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Steven. Thank you. We're going to continue this conversation, not with Trev as the big man there. We're going to be equal, equal parts I never get to be the big man. 
<laughs> now that we've had a little bit of that inside knowledge of his last year on there, let's get to the comments here because I don't want to don't want to leave these people out. We have a lot of people on there. I mentioned Alcatone. He's been lighting up Carson mm-hmm. Wentz in our chat. He thinks Heineke is better. He's drinking some. Oh Heineken's. my gosh. I'm probably gonna have myself a little <laughs> captain uh uh, and ginger later for just how this day has been. Uh, Ernie, God. Chris, DMV Sports Zone, check out their channel if you can. They create some great content out there as well. We got DFG Kennels, Graham. Uh, let's see here. There's got a lot of comments go through. Lash- uh, Lashina Carter's back. Mark Lots Harshaw. Of good conversations out there. Yeah, if I'm Mark Harshaw saying not worth the $28 million. This is, this is a point I'm going to bring up right now. Okay, let's talk about okay, this. Okay, we're going to talk about this. That's going to be our first Please. We're going to bring up is Mark's not worth the $28. Absolutely, $28 million. Absolutely not worth $28 million. Okay, because this very likely could just be a one-year rental. Okay, mm-hmm. if it's a one-year rental at $28 million, that's far too much. Now, that being said, the team could very well restructure his contract and that $28 million can go down. Would you guys want that contract restructured to where he's not guaranteed 28 this year? So he's not against the cap at that point, but he's against the cap for the next couple of years, even if they don't stick with him. I mean, why do you care? Exactly. Money Who gives a damn, bro? He's a a quarterback on on the the money doesn't matter. You're not going to get a quarterback for less than $10 million these days, guys. Those days are over. The salary cap just increased by $10 million. It's 2022. Quarterbacks, if you want a quarterback to be your guy, you're going to pay whatever it takes for him to be your guy. $28 million, people are mad that we're eating it this year. Okay, cool. So what? If it doesn't work, which we won't know until the end of the season, Right, we can move on. So it's hard to say it's a waste of money right now. If we sign Mitch Trubisky for twenty million, our fan base will say the same thing. So, in my opinion, Carson Wentz was the best available quarterback for veteran for us to go get. He was. I don't care what anybody says. Twenty-seven. Yes, twenty-seven touchdowns, seven interceptions, ninety-five passer rating, sixty-some QBR. He was a front-runner MVP in 2017. He was having a good year at the Colts. Yeah, it was five years ago. But what our quarterbacks in the past, when can we say that in a conversation? Oh, never. Mm -hmm. So there's that. Um, Like I said, of all the available quarterbacks out there for a veteran, he's the best. Get over it. 28 million, who cares? Like, I'm with Stoner now. Like, who Well, so the money doesn't tend to matter. One of the things, Stoner, I'm going to let you talk here. (laughs) One of the, again, I've, I've said this a couple times today already. One of the great things about this, though, is if they don't restructure, okay, it's twenty eight mm-hmm. million this year. It's nothing the next nothing. two years. Exactly. So they walk away. Yeah, everybody relax. Walk away scot free. <laughs> so me personally, I asked, would you want to restructure? No, don't restructure. Keep it twenty eight million this year because you can cut ties next year or the year after. <laughs> And he doesn't but, cost you anything. I mean, he, no. obviously there's some money that that, but it's no guarantee if you cut him. And to me, that's well, well worth it. And the reason why, Trev, that you do that is because then you can open it up and you can sign the guys that you want. This D line that everybody loves is gonna need to get paid, but they don't have to get paid this year. So no. to me, keep keep the 28 million on the books this year. Yeah. Who cares? But you might have to, as Tommy T is pointing out, you, you're going to want to restructure for potential free agents, but we'll see. So, Stone, you're, yeah. not, you're not a big contract guy. You know the cap is a lie. The cap, cap, is, is, a cap lie. is a cap, yeah. right? The mm-hmm. cap is a cap. So, so do you feel he's worth it at least for the draft picks you're giving up? Yes. I will. I will always say this. This is my mantra, and <laughs> this is not like me saying I'm right or and everybody's wrong or anything but my mantra is always if you if Ron and the GMs Marty and Marty they all get together and they say this is the guy we want to run our football team maybe he's not our first choice maybe Russell Wilson is your first choice you couldn't get him whatever this is the guy we want i don't care what it takes <laughs> 
to get that guy, whether it's players, draft picks, money, whatever it is. If you believe that he's your guy, you do whatever it takes. Mm-hmm. So the $28 million, I don't care about that. If you run into a situation where you're trying to sign, I'm just throwing this out there, Amari Cooper, and you mm-hmm. say, and he wants a certain amount, and you don't have that, and you really want Amari Cooper, restructure his deal and mm-hmm. do what it takes. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have to, don't do it. If you have to, do it. Do whatever it takes to get the guys that you want on this team to win football games. Stop everybody out there. And I'm talking to everybody out there. Let them know, Stoner. Stop trying to be a capologist. Yes. Okay. You're you're on Twitter saying these things for a reason because you are not a capologist. Okay. The problem is you get your feelings hurt. When your boss at Pet Boys won't let you take a break so that you can try and be a real capologist. Okay. You're working at Pet Boys because you're not a capologist. Okay. It it, it bugs me. It doesn't matter. Ron is not sitting back in his chair and just saying, Carson Wentz, let's just give him a couple of draft picks (laughs) and whatever and get him over here. They have a plan. Yeah, dog. and they are executing that plan. Now that might not work. All right, it, it might just completely blow up in their face, but they have a plan of what they want to do, and they're now yeah. executing it. Thank you very that's much. That's what Which, I wanted to say about that. All right, that's, so you, that's you, a, you can appreciate that. That's oh, a segue into my comment that I'm thank and thankfully, thank goodness they kept this under wraps. They didn't say, "Oh, Carson Wentz is like." the primary target now that they failed yeah. to Russell Wilson. Like it just shocked the world, shocked the fan base. I loved it. I'm loving what we did to go get our guys. Stunner, like you said, two thirds, whatever, $28 million. Who cares? Obviously it's like, yeah, obviously they did their research. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jimmy G is a sexy name, but he just has shoulder, sur- shoulder surgery successful or not. We don't, we don't know what it's going to be like. Mitch Trubisky has been a backup for the past. How many years? So yeah, we were high, like we were high on that a little bit, but like Carson's yeah. more proven than Mitch. So there's that. Absolutely. Marcus Mariota, he's had his time starting. We were advocating he's for been him a too. Forever. He's been a backup forever. But you know, now we see Carson Wentz. He's better than Mariota. So he's the best available quarterback out there. And we why is and I'm not hundred percent so, sure of that, but okay. Well, like stats but I'm wise, okay you saying that. stats wise, starting experience, he's you know, he's played a high level. We've nobody we know what he has in our division. Um, Let, let's reframe that a little bit, Travis. He might not be the best QB out there available, but out of the ones Washington had available, he's probably the most qualified to take over the starting position. You can't say he's the best in our tier video. I, I really wish I again I had more time because I could clip I, I watched it prior to coming mm-hmm. on here and mm-hmm. you should too for and you can laugh at us uh, for all those people who watch our our channel. We were not high on Carson Wentz. No, we no. we put him at the back of the line. Was, it the beer, was he on B tier? He ended I up at, at the back of C. I think he ended up at the bottom of. Uh, the oh, that B was tier. y'all's tier. Bottom of tier tier. That was y'all's tier. You were the one who actually car. And the you had him C-tier. at the bottom of B tier. I right. wanted to move B-tier. him to the top of C tier, and both of you were like, "No, no, no! He yep. belongs at the back of the B tier." Because those okay. are two different tiers. B and C are different. If they were the same, it'd you be put the him same behind letter. Mariota. You put him behind that's, Trubisky. Hey, you that's fine, you did these bro. things. They're on the same tier. Michael Jordan and Will Chamberlain, like I mean, whatever, like <laughs> okay. same. Like let's okay. not put Carson Wentz up okay. on the, the pedestal just it's the yet. The B tier, bro. In fact, one of the things you're talking about the process, one of the things that's been coming up a lot since the trade happened is mm-hmm. will Washington is a part of the process here. As Chris is asking here, mm-hmm. do does Washington draft a QB at 11 or perhaps later in the draft? Or are they just going to wait till next year where the QB class is a little bit better? Thanks Chris for that question. Draft, I go ahead, say hit it you draft a quarterback in the second round or later. We got our, we got our guy right now and starting. As much as I hate to say it, we have mm-hmm. our guy right now, and Taylor Heineke has a backup just in case. Mm-hmm. So you don't need to spend your first round number 11 pick on a rookie quarterback 
especially if another better player available is sitting right there that could probably help us out even more. I know today Tom McShay is saying Devin Lloyd, linebacker from Utah, is pretty much the same person who Jamin Davis was supposed to be last year. I don't know how I feel about that, but that's just a prime example. We got our guy at quarterback, so go build around him. Go start filling the needs that you need in the draft, so second rounder or, or later. I'm not I'm not drafting a quarterback this year. No chance. I'm not wasting because we've lost a third rounder now, right? Washington lost the third yeah. rounder in this trade. Yeah, yeah, one, yeah. Well, I'm yeah. talking about for this year. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this, yeah. this year's right? draft, they're down a third. Yeah. I'm not going to waste that on a quarterback. They don't have a fifth round pick either. Let's, no. let's, just, let's play this out, okay? Let's play this out. Let's say he has a really, really good year, right? Okay. He still technically has that contract, <laughs> okay? And you can continue on with that contract. I don't know what they have to do to guarantee it or whatever, but he's still on a contract for what, three years? It's a three. He's on for three years. The only guaranteed is this right. year, though. The right. So yeah. if he has a great year or a very good year, whatever, you want to move on with him, he's mm-hmm. already under contract. So yep. there's that situation. So don't draft in this draft. If he has a terrible year, then you go ahead and cut him with no cap hit and you draft a quarterback next year or a free agent. The free agent class next year is better. Everybody says the college kids are better next year. So why are you wasting a pick on a quarterback this year? I I don't see any reason why you would waste a pick, any pick, even a fifth rounder. I wouldn't, I wouldn't waste on a quarterback. But yeah, give me a scenario where give me a scenario where it helps you to draft a quarterback this year for your future. He's sitting right there at your later rounds pick at the best player available. You take him. Why not? Matt Corral sitting there, whatever fourth round, and it's our mm-hmm. turn, and he's on the board like Sam Howell still out there. Someone Sam Howell and like of, yeah, a lot of fans have been talking themselves into like, Ritter. If he's but I know, biggest, but you know how it comes up on like round, the, on the like, round. like pops up on the draft like Kuiper and like best left available at this yeah, spot. Yeah, best player. And available. you got EPA. Matt Corral there, Sam Howell, and then the rest yeah. are like Todd Jones, Chris Moore, and Leaky Black, <laughs> who are nobodies. <laughs> Yeah. You're going to take one of those nobodies, or you're going to take Sam Howell or Matt Corral because they're right there. At well, our, I'm not at taking spot. a quarterback. I'm just not. But they're the but they're the I'm best player at that pick. spot, bro. You're trading with that. You have a chance to draft a a, a project. I think they work though. I think they work very similar to our rounders, tier though. level. If they're all yeah. on the same tier, you're probably not taking the QB. I'm with Stoner on this one. I'm not taking a QB this draft. You have you have your potentially the quarterback of the future and Wentz. <sighs> You have a quality backup and Heineke. No, just this, backup. He's not quality. He's just a backup. He's a quality backup. The uh, there's picks, no no QB backup, this yeah. year. Mike Mike Lee in our chat brings up an excellent point. If you take one high enough, Carson Wentz might get a little ugly. That was part of the situation. Right, then you got a QB controversy. They, they talked about the. That's they, they talked about his his there. bad attitude. You got to think this man, you know, had a darn good season. Mm-hmm. Gets them to the playoffs, gets injured. Foles has an amazing playoff run, mm-hmm. wins the Super Bowl, and Philadelphia pretty much enshrines Nick Foles as as a football god. When Wentz well, is there and now starting his third season, and he was he he felt like he did a lot of work. So he's, I think that's a little bit of why there was some animosity there. That might happen here. We already have Alcatone in the chat and a few others that are thinking Heineke is better. And if you bring in the Heineke oh Hive towards Carson Con- <laughs> Wentz, how's We're he gonna, how's he going to react? How is he going to react to that? Because I, I imagine he's coming into this situation feeling that he has oh, he the is. job. He does have the job, bro. There's no way in oh, hell yeah. they brought Carson Wentz in to battle with Taylor Heineke no. for the start. There's no, no way in hell they did that. If they did that, fire Ron, a- fire Marty, <laughs> fire the whole front office. Everybody can get the hell out because that would be. And I, not at $28 I, no. million too, right? Yeah, I mean, no, you're paying $28 no million hell, to battle for a job? I, no. I think we're going to get – I don't even see Taylor Heineke being our backup this year. I really think that Washington has that mindset of drafting a quarterback this year to mm-hmm. develop behind Carson Wentz and battle Taylor Heineke for that number two spot and also maybe it. use Taylor as draft bait in the draft. You never know. This is like – this is just the first move of anything. You said we this could, man is a – 
is apparently Bro. a backup, and you're gonna trade him it, for what? People are people are desperate. We just signed Carson Wentz. Why wouldn't people <laughs> just take Teddy uh, Taylor Heineke? Okay, it's a it's a business. People dollar love dollar Taylor bet. Heineke. I feel a dollar dollar bet, Trev. Yeah, All let's right. hear this. That I, let's do it. Taylor Heineke. It, I I've already forgot the bet. I think it's Taylor Heineke will be the backup. The okay. number two. I bet dollar dollar yeah. he will be quarterback three or gone this season for us. All right, QB, QB2. QB2. I'm with Stoner on this one. QB2. Dollar. Let us know in the chat if you're going to get on this. We want <laughs> everybody. Be... <laughs> I want everybody's opinion. Is Heineke going to be QB2? I know Alcatone's already said Wentz isn't going to last seven games. Now, oh I want to get gosh. on that part. Do you think Why? Carson Wentz lasts the entire season? You got to remember yes. there's a rider here on this for yes. Washington. He's got mm-hmm. to play 70% of the games yes how many so how play. many did he play last year how many games? all of it he played every game last year he started <laughs> every game last year he finished yeah. every game last year yep so he's going to play every game two bad ankles they probably won that game he didn't say that part but i don't know if they won or not and also here's a nugget offensive lineman eric fisher is out there brandon sheriff is gone bring in eric fisher who just played with um carson Wentz in, in annapolis last year Mm-hmm. That could help out our, our line and help them stay healthy too. So this is just the first piece, you guys. I don't our fan. That's why I get so upset with our fan base because as soon as something happens, people are ready to leave the squad. People are it's, ready to throw in a towel. People, yeah, we haven't Max even seen. Everybody's we ready. A, to yeah, leave. we haven't even had a draft yet. Free agency hasn't even happened yet, and people yeah. are ready to be like throwing a towel. Carson Wentz. If he was that so, if he was that bad, why would he be valued so high, highly? Like. You know what I mean? People bash well, him for that yeah. year in Philly, but he's actually not a bad quarterback. He's six no, four, he's not. 240. He has a cannon. He just plays reckless. And I'll take him playing, reckless. playing reckless over Taylor Heineke's version of playing reckless. Yeah. Taylor Heineke's version is, oh, I'm, I'm panicking. I don't, I don't know what to do. I'm just going to throw a duck Yolo. or I'll take the sack. Yeah. Carson kind of has that, but he can, you know, he's just has – I don't know. He's he throws some some underhanded yolos too, right? He does, but <laughs> he loves to do. He loves to throw hey, these underhanded. He's passes. Way better than Taylor Heineke. So. All right, but here here's here's the thing that I find most interesting about all of this is that Ron Rivera is now he has put his entire football coach reputation is now in the hands of Carson Wentz, right? Because his time in Carolina. Everybody will say he luck boxed his way into Cam Newton, right? And Cam Newton carried him all the way. Here, here in Washington, he's had a bad string of quarterbacks. You can sit there and you can say, well, Dan is the one that forced Dwayne Haskins on him and in and, and all this other stuff that first year. Whatever, that's on his watch. And you got Alex Smith, and you've got all those guys, the the Kyle Allen and Taylor Heineke, and Ryan Fitzpatrick, he is hitching his entire reputation for the rest of his career on Carson Wentz. So I am I know he's not taking this whole decision lightly. No. I know he's done his homework mm-hmm. because he also knows if, again, we've talked about this, he goes 5-12 and 12 next year with Carson Wentz, he gone. Yeah. Yes, he's that, gone because I've he changed picked my this tune. quarterback. He, I have been pretty staunch in the fact that I think Uh-oh. Ron's going to have another year. Okay, yeah. regardless of what happens this year, after now, this right? trade, after yeah. this trade, I've changed my tune because if they don't restructure the contract, and even if they do, probably probably still not. If Ron fails, especially if they don't restructure, they can jettison Wentz. They can jettison Ron, and they can go after. They go five start and twelve or something else. They can start all over yeah. with a new coach, new GM, and a new QB. I don't think that's going to happen. I do think Wentz is going to perform reasonably well. I do think he's better than Heineke. And in fact, I got a little game for you guys here. Oh, I'm ready. Yeah, I like okay. games. Just I like over games. under. Okay. Okay. Over under okay. four thousand yards for Carson Wentz. Well, hang on. That's not fair. What? That's not fair. We uh, Like Trev just said, we haven't had free agency. We haven't what had a draft. Hell? We don't know what his weapons are okay. going to be. Over under, tr- uh, over, over under 4,000 yards. <laughs> I'm saying under. I refuse to answer the question. You got to okay. pick. 
pick it. Uh, if you're in I our comment you... section, let us know what you think. Over under four four thousand yards. Go <laughs> out all you want. I'm kind of with you, Stoner. You know he's gonna under. have McLaurin. You think that we're gonna have right a healthy now. Curtis Samuel. Mm-hmm. Logan Thomas should return. Those are your weapons. I'm still you got Antonio under. Gibson, who could be a threat at running back. And Trev's so going under. Yes, with the weapons we have now, down. with the roster we have now, and all we do is add wins, we're going under 4,000 yards. I think you go over. This, this, assuming he gets another weapon. He's got to get another weapon. Okay, it can't be what they have right now. But well this will be, you know, he's never had a receiver over 500 yards in a season. No, no, no. That's you, you didn't read the tweet correctly. I don't I can't pull up the tweet right now. Oh, okay. But the, the tweet is he was he's the only four thousand yard quarterback who didn't even have a five hundred yard uh receiver. So he's never had a thousand yard season? receiver when when he's thrown for four thousand yards because okay. Pittman had a thousand yards last year. I apologize. I'm but he did not make. Yeah, he did not make four thousand <laughs> yards. Gotcha. I'm he, putting he out was bad just shy. Thirty seven. Hey, what's the next question in this game? We got over. On, <laughs> I know you guys ruined this. Supposed to be lightning I did. Round. Oh, up here giving oh. facts. And I know. Stats sorry, sorry. I'm giving out bad. <laughs> I'm bad taking info. the over. By the way, I'm, I'm gonna put. I'm gonna make sure I put that down. It looks like we got a couple other people in the over side of the house. Let me know if you're in the under on that okay. one. Over under twenty seven touchdowns. That's what he had last season. Washington has not seen a QB that's thrown for 30 or more touchdowns since they won the Super Bowl. I've got got over because he threw for 27 touchdowns with a 1,500-yard running back, right? So, you know, a guy who who was uh, uh, carrying the ball – 30 times a game, 35 times a game, was an Into MVP candidate game. himself, yeah. right? And, and he threw for 27 touchdowns with a run-heavy uh, idea from the uh, from the coaches. So, yeah, I'm, I'm just, going over I'm just Forget the running game. He threw 27 passing uh, passing touchdowns with Michael Pittman, Zach Paschal, Desmond Patman, and a sometimes T.Y. Hilton. So yeah. hell yeah, he's going to throw over 27 touchdowns with our with our squads. I agree. He's done it. He's done it more than once in his career. Uh, so that's pretty good. Last year he had seven interceptions. I'm going to give him a couple more this time because it seemed like there probably was a few more uh, interceptions out there waiting to happen. Over under 10 interceptions for Carson Wentz. I'm going under again. Stop it. He's going way over that. He's probably going way in the over. 15 range. If that's the damn case, then why the hell do we make a trade for him? Because Heineke <laughs> threw 15. Well, he's going to throw for 30 touchdowns, though. So that's going to make up for those 15. Yeah. I, I, think, I don't know if he's going to throw 15, to one. but he's probably going to throw something like 12. Last year, he was 4-1, to one, and the years before that, has been 3-1, to one, regardless yeah. of, of how much he's played. So over 30 for me. And, oh, and see, under, under, less, under, less under and 10. Under, yes. under 10. Well, so nine. he's going to throw for 30 touchdowns and nine picks? He just, did 27. he just did 27-7 with, with Michael Pittman. Okay. And Desmond Patman. And That's Zach Pascal, former Riskin. And T.Y. Hilton. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I, I'm yes. taking the over, but just barely. I think he's going to get to like 11 or 12. I'm not quite <laughs> there with Mike and Stoner at 15 interceptions. Uh, wins for Hello, Washington. Mike. Eight oh wins. Over or under? You're We're doing going over, it again. baby. How do we over, know? Baby. With, we don't this know what the back roster's out now. Be. This is the fourth, fourth, fourth question. Is, don't back out. Get Man in up, there stoner. and and use over. your Noster, Noster Stoner. How many wins they had and, last year? And give us an idea of how many they, they had. Seven wins with Taylor Heineke and the the top schedule. Now, schedule strength of schedule this early is bogus. Yeah. But they are playing the third place schedule. Wentz, right. we're saying, is a better quarterback. We're saying that he's going to throw for over 4,000 yards, over 27 touchdowns, and you're putting him at over yeah. on the interceptions. We're going Do to the Super Bowl. That, that ends more wins. Yeah. Do you think yeah, that we get, eight, over yeah. under eight wins? Yes. How many wins did they have last year with the Colts? Uh, oh, hang on. They had ten? 10 wins last year? No, they mm-hmm. had nine. They were nine and nine. nine. They, they, that's okay. right. The Jags was supposed yeah, to and the Ra- yeah. Run. The Raiders and Jags collapsed them, but yeah. Well, I'll give me nine wins, nine and eight. That saves Ron's uh, career too. If we go nine and eight, I know it sounds bad, sure but that saves sure Ron's oh. at least for another year. 
So oh, over eight wins for sure. Over eight, over eight wins. Yes. Oh man, we I got a few. Know. We got a we, few double digits. Stoner, we, we had seven with Taylor. Chris Heineke. is taking Why taking the uh, taking the under there. He's at Stop. he's at seven yeah. wins. Mike's at twelve wins. Leon's at ten wins. Chris is at nine wins. Stoner, where are you at? Uh, I on, mean, man. again, not it's fair. A game. It's a game. Mug. Okay. All right. So hey, Chris, gun to my head. On. This will help you. Yeah. Look at this. Four losses were one score losses. So there you go. Nah, hey, mean that means we're right. We're right there. Most in games it. are like that. Most not ours. Close. Not <laughs> ours. <laughs> Unless you're Washington. Um, <laughs> what it was the number eight or nine? Eight. 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 I'm going eight. They're gonna go eight. Eight. And one. You got to push. Stoner's got to push. And eight. One. Eight. Yeah. One. Yeah. Nah, dog. We're we gonna get eight. Our schedule says we're gonna get eight. I. I, I think. I think we're gonna hit the over. Probably just barely. I think nine wins is very reasonable. Mm-hmm. I still think the team does need to fill holes. We'll see how they fill those holes during the free agency, mm-hmm. which is supposed to start here soon. Mm-hmm. One thing that we want them to do this offseason is extend Terry McLaurin. Yeah, it's going to be a little this, difficult this to do helps. with the cap space right now. But nah. as we said, the cap is a lie. Terry I mean, McLaurin, yeah. over under 1,100 yards. Over because and I want to say why this is why because somebody in our chat I don't know who it was but they made a comment that um the co- the talks about Terry's contract extension quieted down after the combine a little bit like you didn't hear much so I think personally they've reached out to Terry with the quarterback options that they were looking at and said which one do you think will fit you the most which one do you want to that you would like to play with longer than just for one year you know just so in case that happens Carson Wentz yes he said Carson Wentz he's seen him in the division already he saw Tay I mean it's I mean it's probably a joke or a hoax but this could legitimately happen so that means they went and got Carson Wentz for they took on his money so now they can restructure and then extend Terry Hmm. because that's the only way it could happen because anybody else I don't know. That's just my hunch. So yeah. yes, they do Little, extend Terry over eleven hundred. Now that they've got over eleven hundred yards because of that, yes. <laughs> Stoner, you're the one to bring up the stat. I mean, you botched it. A little yeah, bit. PFF. Yeah, Come on, I, I but you, you but do you you know he's not had when he had four thousand yards, which you're saying that he did mm-hmm. that he that he will. He'll have over four mm-hmm. four thousand yards. He did not have a, a thousand yard receiver. Does Terry McLaurin get to eleven hundred with Carson Wentz going o- over four thousand yards? As, as as long as Terry stays healthy, he does, why you got to put the stipulations? He, I'm just saying. No, just, I'm just saying. Just, like this year, he was pretty well, obviously that was pretty much Captain healthy. Obvious. Oh wait, yeah, he's, oh, hang on, hang on. <laughs> he was healthy all year this year, no, he and he wasn't. didn't make 1100. Right. So I'm just, saying he just barely cracked a thousand, but he had Taylor yeah. Heineke thrown up. Okay, just fine. Ridiculous balls for him to try to catch. If he stays healthy. <laughs> Then yes, he will clear eleven hundred yards. Oh my gosh! Can you just okay? That's duh. You can't play the. You can't play the. Game. Antonio, I'm also Antonio Gibson looks healthy. Our, our crowd, our crowd is is all picking the over on that one too. It's, I think this is good. I think this blind homers shows no, that uh, that We're going all the way. Well, <laughs> I always say at the beginning of the season that that we're. Well, it used to be 16 and 0. Now it's 17 games. So we're going to be 17 and, and 0 that's until right. I find out otherwise, right? There you go. That That's what I want to hear, Nathan. Thank you. Finally. Stoner, jump on board, bro. Realistically, no I know that's not going to happen. I, <laughs> sure. I'm saying they're probably going to end up about nine, but we're 17 and 0 until I find out otherwise. That, Carson oh, Wentz man. might not be the, the guy you wanted. Right. You might have wanted somebody else. I know a lot of people. We're really hot on Wilson. We've posted a couple yeah. of memes in that regards where I think That's a lot of a lot of Washington fans felt like his draft day girlfriend mm-hmm. that they were gonna hit the jackpot and Wilson mm-hmm. goes to Denver instead. A yeah. lot of people turned their sights, us included. We did a video yesterday thinking that it was going to be Watson. And and you're just gonna have mm-hmm. to start wrapping your head around the the team going after Watson. And here they are today pulling this deal for Carson Wentz. Yes, sir. It, you know, it it cost them again a third round this year, third round that could be a second round next year. And they swapped second round picks. Right. Yeah, we'll take only it. Fi- a difference, I think, of five 
spaces, by the way, in the second yeah, round. Yeah, it's like... Yeah, they, fast, fast. Yeah. Which I'll, I'll, I don't I'll think that amounts to much. Guys, yeah, I mean, again, we talked about this early in the show, in, in case there's a lot of people here that weren't here early in the show, and and I believe that you figure out who it is that you want and you do whatever it takes to get them. And if that costs you draft picks, oh, no, we're not going to get another Jamin Davis. Oh, no, we're not going to get Deami Brown or Benjamin oh, St. Juiced. Oh, Crap. shoot, geez. What are we going to do if we don't have those picks? But seriously, <laughs> you, you do whatever it takes. And if that's mm-hmm. the cost of doing it, then that's the cost of doing it. And, and, I'll, and I'll be honest. If they gave up a first rounder for Carson I would, Wentz, I'd be I'd be flipping the lid then. No, I'd be, I'd be uh, okay. I'd be no. fine with that. No, because you have determined this is your guy, and you and that's what it took to get him. I'm okay with that. You, you brought up a name that I think is worth talking about here. One okay. of the things that you know, whether or not you love or hate Heineke, you got to understand he doesn't throw a great deep ball. His arm no. strength isn't the best. He's thrown a couple. The Cam Sims one, I think, was about 55 oh. yard air yards. Cool. Yeah. It looked like he was throwing a, a javelin in a, a, a track and field competition. <laughs> he probably farted okay. when he threw it, too. <laughs> Carson Wentz is known to be able to throw a pretty deep ball. Yes. Do you think that makes Deami Brown come alive this season? No. Uh, it certainly could. I, I'm I, a Deami Brown guy. I am, too, you remember? You don't remember but... when we were in training camp? And and yeah. we watched Deami Brown out there. I mean, it was from a distance a little bit. Man, that dude can cook some folks. But uh, he didn't obviously it didn't translate <laughs> I was to gonna say, translate. Yeah. Uh, we'll just change but, that. He he cooked our folks every well, day. Maybe because, that's it. Which, yeah. which he got a, a lot of a lot of wide receivers <laughs> ended up doing that. Um I think it helps, but I think it I think to get Deami Brown going, it's gonna take more than just a quarterback. He's gotta run routes better. He's got to learn how to be an NFL player, be a pro. Like he's very young, very raw in Carolina. All he did was mainly was deep routes. NFL, you got to be, you know, a little more than that. So I think okay. just, it, it's more than just getting a quarterback back there because he dropped a lot of passes when he was open. He too. did drop some. He, did he drop didn't get some. he didn't get that many looks by any quarterback because he couldn't create separation. He wasn't open. Separation so like, was a bigger issue for him than I think so people were expecting. That quarterback doesn't matter. He just needs to develop on his own, I think, personally. That's in fair. That regard. Speaking of developing, mm-hmm. Andre asks us, are we going to draft to build around Wentz? Are they going to just use this time to fill holes? Mm. Because if it's the filling holes, can you, we assume we're getting at the best 10 wins until Wentz gets used used to the system. That is a thing. This is now Carson Wentz <sighs> third system in uh in as many years. Right? See, this mm-hmm. is that's, yeah, that's tough because that goes back to we already we have Deami Brown already. We so this is second year. We've got a Dax Milne who the coaches seem to like a lot. They included him in the receiving room this year about you know trying to keep over. Um other than like in the free agency, Mike Williams is back with the Chargers. He was like part of the biggest name outside of Allen Robinson, which haven't heard any rumblings about him coming to town. So I guess that's tough. But what do you build around the draft if you do that? Like on the offensive side of the ball, another receiver because that yep. means Terry McClure is your as your is or Curtis Samuel is your veteran receiver, and he didn't even play last year. So yeah, and I'm not sure he's going to be playing a whole lot this year either. Right. And not, not no knock on Terry, but Terry needs somebody like a veteran guy beside him, I think, not another rookie, because Terry's still young and raw too. This I, I don't know necessarily think it has to be a vet guy. I think it just needs to be an explosive guy, right? Because you've seen some well, quality rookies coming we, out. Diami was explosive. And look where he is now. He was a, so, he was, he was, he was a third round explosive. I'm talking yeah. I'm talking Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase explosive. Why they're going to be gone? Are, they're different. You're picking Drake number London's, eleven. Drake London's going to be gone before that. Chris Olave. Um, uh, Chris Olave. I think it's too high for for him. At yeah, all, he's and then Garrett Wilson. He'll be gone from Ohio State. He'll be gone before us. So who's after that in the in the draft that you go get? I don't know. It's a deep wide receiver draft. It's a very deep wide receiver draft. And what I'm saying is is the transition to the NFL, for wide receivers, it used to be wait till year three for Mm -hmm. things to click. Some of these wide receivers are coming in, and they're just just doing amazing things. And I think this this draft is very deep in wide receiver, (laughs) and I think you can potentially get that. So you're saying bring in a vet 
And yeah, I'm saying you don't cause... necessarily have to. You just have to bring in somebody quality, which is not something Washington's been good with. You, you're, you talk about Deami Brown as if you were a miss. It, we, yes. we know Gandy Golden was a miss. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. All these studs that were like studs in the draft didn't translate. Hmm. Studs aren't. I don't know if it's a, they're fourth well, rounder. I mean, if you, if you, okay, well then, if you want explosive in Remember, the draft, Terry McLaurin was drafted stud. in the third, and they thought he was going to be a special teams player. But I know he but turned like, into a stud. If you're saying if you need somebody explosive from the college, that means they're a stud in college. They can't just be explosive in college and not be a stud. That means they're not a good receiver in college. Drake London, explosive. I, when I say stud, I'm thinking NFL stud. Oh, that's going to be hard. It's, it's just going to be hard. I, well, here's a, here's a question from a fan perspective. It's and this is kind of piggybacking on what Nathan asked, but from a from a fan perspective, you as a fan, all three of us here as a fan, would you rather if you're going to lose a game, would you rather lose the game 34-30 or would you rather lose a game 28-9? You know what I mean? Like like you would 30, rather yeah. you would rather have an explosive offense and have a terrible yeah. defense okay. right and and be exciting and be into the game and and love watching uh Wentz throwing it all over the place and your playmakers making plays and then your defense can't stop anybody or mm-hmm. would you rather have a good defense that kind of keeps you in games a la this year and last year mm-hmm. where it's just not very exciting because your offense is so bad your quarterback is bad he can't Mm -hmm. get it to his receivers everybody's hurt you're playing Dax Milne and Cam Sims and and guys that don't belong on the field which one's better so don't worry about filling holes go get explosive playmakers yes support your quarterback and and let's have some fun and let's just sling the ball all over the field. <laughs> yeah. And let's have some fun watching it's the game. It's been a while since Washington's been fun. Yeah. For this, and for this, you need a big receiver. You need a go-getter, jump ball, wide receiver. Terry sure. McLaurin should not be that person for us. You're He's right. too small for that. And that's going to get him killed. We saw that this past year. Ducks or not, those 50-50 catches in the NFL for Terry's going to get him killed. We need Allen Robinson on the other Logan side. Logan Paulson claiming that he's we not need... good over the middle, I think, has something Logan to do with Paul's the fact good that he's going position. to – that he's getting <laughs> – well, I think, I think in large, that's, <laughs> that's because if you're, looking at, if you're looking at those 50-50 balls or those balls that have been thrown, they're usually behind and he's getting smacked. And that that does play a part in, in a wide receiver's <laughs> psyche. You know, that, that makes him a little bit more timid to go out there. And also uh, – I don't you, think you, we're going to have that problem with Terry, though. You bring in Carson Wentz. Why do you want to bring in a bunch of young raw people to make Carson Wentz look bad, and then have the fan base be like, "I told you so," and then we'll be right back next year looking for a quarterback with all these explosive weapons? No, don't just go get your explosiveness in the veteran free agency if you can, because these that, guys in the draft, cool, it, they might be first round talents, but we took Josh Dotson. He was a, a stud in college. He was stud. one of those players, explosive. You know, he was. And what did he do? Where is Nothing. he at now? So, wide receivers in the drafts are, I think, are more okay. shaky than. I think so the drafted draft period is a. Is yeah. a oh yeah, of course. This, yeah. So yeah. specifically, so pri- prior linebackers, specifically, JDR and and Ron picking J- Jamin Davis at at 19. the 19th overall pick, who is yeah. a linebacker. They, you think that those two would know linebacker play and it didn't work out. So I think the draft has a little bit of a crapshoot. You have to have the right scouting department and you have to get the right guy, which is which is why I'm glad this year we're not having to worry about that as far as the QBs are concerned because they're a little bit yes. lackluster. I know we've had a couple of people chime in on that fact after we had that conversation. We don't think, two of us at least, Stoner and I, don't think it's time to draft a QB here. You got Carson Wentz, lose him this year. But- Trev is okay with a late-round flyer if it's the best pick available. Yes, exactly. That's my best point. pick available. So, Stoner, specifically, what? what were you about to say specifically? Specifically, do you, are you, would you sign Amari Cooper? Yes. Are you kidding Nathan? me? Yes. Nathan says no. Still a deep threat. I know. I'm. He's, I know. I'm on. I know. I'm on an it's island. Okay. No, he he, he came from Dak Prescott, would, who's not, not a good quarterback thrower. Let's be honest. He's not that good of a quarterback thrower. Oh, he's not, bro. Words. 
He's not that great of a thrower. Like he, I mean, he's good, but he's last not... year. He was last year. He was a little yeah. shaky. I, Give me years, Amari Cooper. We tried last year. Go get him. I, I like liked him, but I hey, look at him. that. I'm not on an island. I I really I really thought that uh, I'd be on an go island. Go get him. I I would not sign Amari Cooper. Go get him. Right I now. would. I'd sign. Go get him right now. Cooper. Alan Robinson, Amari Cooper, or, yeah, any of those guys. Um, I think you need to go add. Get him. Marquez Valdez Scalding, Alan Lazard, Robert Tunyon for tight end, OJ Howard for tight end, because we need help in that spot. I don't, too. I don't like any of those guys. Answer. I don't like any of those guys. Well, I'm not too high. Well, on I mean, Logan I don't Thomas, like those bro. three guys that you just mentioned from Green Bay. There, there's right. Why not? Aaron, you see what Aaron Rodgers did with them last year? Well, that's exactly. also Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, that's, exactly. <laughs> I'm, I think they're difference. just. I think they're Jags. I think they're just a guy that Aaron Rodgers made them better well we need somebody another, we need somebody i'm not we're saying not we're not gonna win many games we'll with see curtis diami and terry as our top three wide receivers we're not we, we agree I, we agree upon that i do think that they need <laughs> so don't add any more wide young receiver talent. position i'm just saying you can draft somebody who can make that impact maybe no, you can maybe this is a good draft for it if you're it the is. one who who lands that i think that it's oh jameson williams from alabama that's we're, probably the best one. We'll and draft, as the draft comes closer, free agency is starting next week. We will talk Cars, about Commander that. We're going to have a lot of things to talk about next Commander week Carson. because it is the open of free agency. Commander. We have a QB. The Commanders have Commander a QB. Carson. We might not be as excited as Trev. Stoner's uh, with me too. Stoner's Stoner might need a drink. I couldn't the, wait because uh, that was funny. Right before we did our tier quarterback video, I think Nathan said if we're do or whatever quarterback he said is if we have to do a Carson Wentz video, yeah. I'm not going to say that many words. I, well, you know, I'm on board. I'm, now I'm, you're I'm stuck for 17 games. I'm on record as not liking Carson yeah. Wentz. I will make myself like him. I will support him because that, there he you go. is wearing. The burgundy and gold, and I and support black. my team. Again, not exactly happy. The trade, <laughs> actually, think is decent. We'll see how it play, plays out. Let us know what you think. Ooh. You can always catch us every Wednesday at seven thirty. We stream our podcast live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter, and I post to your favorite podcast platforms. As you can see, we're sponsored by Pacers Running. For every run, they've got you taken care of. Even if you're not a runner, I'm telling you, they will do an online fitting. Get yourself into a comfortable pair of shoes. You've been doing it wrong. You just don't know that. Okay. Check out them. Yep. Pacers running either online or in one of their six stores in Northern Virginia or in DC. We're also sponsored by sky bar where you can see Trev in person. He'll mix you a drink, talk some football with you yeah, and Doug. some basketball. The man is not a wizards fan. The wizards are nah. playing tonight, but he is a bulls fan. He knows what he's <laughs> talking about. We will and talk. Lakers. Yeah, he's what you call a front runner. You better be lucky well, he's signing off right now because I could go a whole other 30 minutes on that right now. I mean, we can. We, we haven't even talked about the Wizards thing. Can we talk about that for just two seconds? The potential rumor out there about Bradley Beal joining forces with Philadelphia. No, we will, we can do we can create a whole video for it if we think that it's gonna come come to One fruition. Guy. But for now, until next time. What Nathan? Be a fan. <laughs> we love Washington. Uh-huh. And we saw them die hard fans. Yeah, we are. You know we keep it on 10. One, Let's talk about two, the one, two, three. Let's go. And they gifted. We are breath the dish. Oh, Come on out.